1: free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on that's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert you
0: are locked on rangers your daily texas rangers podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day You are locked to Texas Rangers. I'm your host, Bryce Patrick. Here today, to talk about two things, both noteworthy, I should say. One's more fun than the other one. Adolph Garcia is by far the best rookie in the American League and in Rangers history. He is running away with the American League Rookie of the Year award. And Kyle Gibson is going to be out for a little bit. But first, today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need, visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Now, let's start with the bad news first. I'd like to just get it out of the way. Um, This is from John Blake um, on Tuesday's roster booth. So today, uh, Kyle Gibson is going on the 10-day I.L. with a right groin strain retroactive to May 22nd. um, And right-handed pitcher Hunter Wood, right elbow discomfort uh, retroactive to May 23rd, are both placed on the 10-day injured list. Right-handed pitcher Duarcus Evans and left-handed pitcher Wes Benjamin are both being recalled from Round Rock for Tuesday's game in Anaheim, the late 9-1, against the Angels to start this series. So basically, it's not anything too detrimental for Kyle Gibson. Um, It's a right groin strain. It's nothing with the shoulder or elbow or throwing. I guess it kind of is in the throwing motion with the the groin strain, Um, his right groin, his plant leg. Um, but he's expected to miss like two starts about the normal 10 day on the IL um, stint. Um, now let's look at uh, Demarcus Evans, what he has been up to this season. He is the 6'5, 265 right hander, the Mississippi mean, a right hander reliever who has been okay in his one stint with the Rangers, only four games, four innings, a 225 ERA, um, four strikeouts. This year, in a very short stint so far with the Round Rock um, Express. He has pitched in 7.2 innings, struck out 16. Yes, that's 16. The walks are still a bit of a problem. That is the main thing with Demarcus Evans. His raw stuff is absolutely nasty. The fastball, the uh, breaking stuff, nasty. Like I said, that's 16, more than two strikeouts per inning. That's real good. Um, he's also allowed um, two earned runs. Both of those were off of solo home runs, so you know that could be a bit of a problem if he gets wrapped up. Um, In the big leagues, he did give up one home run last year in four innings, but he has a 235 ERA. So those are the only runs that he's given up have been off of those solo home runs. Thankfully he hasn't allowed home runs when the runners are on base. Um, But he's been solid so far. Um, You don't love the two home runs per nine innings. That's not great. Um, But the stuff is nasty. The stuff is definitely big league caliber. It's can he figure out where he's throwing it? Can he throw it four strikes consistently? And, Strikes that are quality strikes, not just over the middle of the plate, so it will be taken deep. Um, He's a guy who I've really liked for quite a while. Um, The Rangers really liked him as well. He is 24 years old this season, and I thought he was going to get a look um, maybe out of spring training, but they really wanted to refine his command a little bit more, so that makes sense. Um, Also, he's not the only one coming up. Um, Like I said, Wes Benjamin is going to be coming back up which he was really knocked around bad in his last uh, start against the Astros, which I mean, a lot of people were, so I get it. There's not a whole lot of other things that the Rangers can do, especially with Kohei Arihara on the IL right now um, and Young, Hyunjin Young already in the rotation. So that makes sense. But I just want to look again at what, what a great season Kyle Gibson is having so far. I mean, among AL pitchers, he is, Top ten in so many categories. Um, wins above replacement for um, for just players in general in the American League. He is eighth right now, um, according to Baseball Reference. Um, for pitchers, he is third behind John Means and uh, Garrett Cole, which is pretty dang solid. ERA at 2.24. He is fourth behind Lance Lynn, John Means, Garrett Cole. Um, hits per nine, he is seventh at 6.265. Um, innings pitched. He is top 10 at six with 60 innings pitched already this season. Um, He has just been really stinking good um, all year long. Home runs per nine. He's third, um, adjusted ERA plus. He is fourth at 196 behind Lance Lynn, John Means, Garrett Cole. He is right up there with those guys, um, and he has been just very, very good this season for the Rangers. I mean, he is just – doing an excellent job of limiting hard contact just being a smart pitcher he's still not striking guys out even though he's getting guys to chase a whole bunch um, at pitches and get behind and make them induce weak contact his era plus is 196 this year 196 the highest he's ever done for a whole season is 118 that was his 2018 season his age 30 season in minnesota um really solid season from there 196 innings uh 179 strikeouts with a where we go 362 ERA, which was also the best of his career. Um, 10 starts so far, averaging literally just as, as little over six innings per start as you can. I talked about earlier this week, or maybe last week, I can't remember when it was, maybe skipping a start for him. You don't want him to get injured ever, obviously, but maybe missing a little bit of time can help him stay healthier Um, because right now he's seven innings away from matching his entire season workload from last year and just two starts away from matching the number of starts that he had. Um, That's, that's a little scary. He pitched 160 innings the year before into the 19. He has yet to go 200 for his career. The most he's thrown was in 2018, that really good season for him 196 and two thirds innings. So yeah, I'd say, I'd say that this might be, end up being a good thing for him long-term, obviously wish him well, hope he doesn't continue to linger, but it's not anything scary like an elbow or a shoulder or one of those injuries that, Oh God, the, the second you hear elbow or shoulder injury, you're like, this is going to be worst case scenario, but hopefully he can just sit this, get this right, get healthy. Um, and, you know, honestly, if he goes 150 innings, that feels like a very big win. I don't think there's going to be that many pitchers that can throw 150 innings this year. I mean, even Lance Lynn has been hurt, the guy who's a tank who I don't think went on the IL even once in his two years with the Rangers. I mean, he might have just a little bit, but I don't remember him going on the IL, and I remember him pitching pretty much six innings, at least 100 pitches every start. So Lance Lynn might be the exception, the throwback to the Nolan Ryan era, but that's going to make things really tough for this Rangers rotation. Uh, Dane Dunning, I believe, is going to start tonight's game, um, and then Jordan Lyles will start on Wednesday's game in the afternoon against the Angels. So Dunning's up for it. Lyles can eat some innings. We'll see how that goes. Um, Thankfully, Lyles will not be pitching against Mike Trout. Like I said, Mike Trout is out for at least another five to seven weeks. Um, So the Rangers are dodging a bullet there. Hope Mike Trout gets well because just it's just just fun watching him be good at baseball even the rangers are kind of in the tank like it's just gonna be fun i'm looking forward to seeing some shohei otani i haven't been able to watch too many angels games which there hasn't been a whole lot of reason to except for when the rangers are playing them so it's gonna be fun to just see what weird freakish thing that uh shohei otani is going to do against the rangers hopefully in a loss we'll see take a quick break we come back We're going to get into our main topic of today, the fun topic, how great Adoles Garcia has been, how much fun he's been, and how he stacks up against other rookies in the American League this year and past great rookies from the Rangers franchise. First, this word from our sponsors. Today's episode is brought to you by Wealthfront. Investing can be complicated, but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. There are no manual trades, no picking stocks. No watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences that you control. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to Wealthfront.com slash MLB. All you need is $500 to get started, grow your wealth the easy way, and let Wealthfront do all the work for you. To get your fi- first $5,000 managed for free for life, go to Wealthfront.com slash M L B. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash locked on mlb to start growing your savings. Go to wealthfront.com slash locked on mlb and get started today. Today's episode is also brought to you by rockauto.com. You know rockauto.com, a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com, shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. Their catalog is super unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle, choose from the brand, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com, they are always reliably low. The same for pros and do-it-yourselfers. Why would you spend up to twice as much on the same parts? You wouldn't. Instead, you would. Go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck, and write, Locked On in their How would You Hear About Us blocks, so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Now, I want to start with, with something about Adoles Garcia. Besides, he's just really good. I mean, that's that's the first thing. That's the obvious thing. And that's very fun that he is very good. But he kind of reminds me of somebody. And it wasn't until um, a friend of mine, Chris Fitz, um, apoplectic Fitz on Twitter, writes for Lone Star Ball, um, he, he brought this up. He really reminds me of Nelson Cruz, another guy who was a late bloomer. Um, Nelson Cruz is from the Dominican and was not quite as athletic, um, traditionally speaking, as Adoles Garcia. Definitely not as good defensively, Um, but he was definitely a guy who was a late bloomer. He's a six-time All-Star. He was the reason the Rangers were able to go so far in the 2011 playoffs and would have been the reason that they won. Single-handedly beat one of the most dominant starting pitching staffs in 2011 in that ALCS with uh, Verlander and Scherzer and someone else that I'm forgetting that's also probably really good. But those two guys alone in their prime he mashed them. He destroyed them. And he has been raking ever since. Now, this is not me saying that I think Adolfo Garcia is going to be an elite player until he's 40 and then some. That's, that's not what I'm saying. By the way, uh, Nelson Cruz has an 877 OPS this year. So really, really dipping down for him. Um, but <laughs> he has been a very good season. So he's been very good since the Rangers took him on. When the Rangers got him, he was 25 years old. They got him from Milwaukee. He played... Eight games in Milwaukee in uh, 2005 as a 24-year-old. His rookie season, I believe he passed eligibility um, in 2006. He played 41 games that year, had 131 plate appearances, um, and a 645 OPS wasn't great. Um, had one really good season before he really took off in uh, 2009, um, but he was only 31 games in that really good season, which was 2008, his age 27 season. But age, in 2009, his age 28 season, same year, Um, same age that uh, Adolis Garcia is right now. Um, That was his first all-star appearance. He played in 128 games. Um, He hit 33 home runs. He actually stole 20 bases that year. He hit 260 um, with a 332 uh, on base percentage and an OPS of 856. So that was a really, really solid season for him. 33 home runs, which I think is right around what Adolis might be on pace for at this point. Um 21 doubles, only 128 games. So maybe, maybe that's about where he is. But one of the things that that strikes me about him is his ability to make when he's hot, is his ability to make in-game adjustments or game to game adjustments uh, when he's really, really feeling it from a series to see how they're pitching him um, and how he's handling things he really is able to make adjustments well, which was something that kind of held him back in St. Louis and why St. Louis kind of gave up on him. Also, Randy Rosarena was a guy that he was pretty close with. Both of them are Cuban guys. Both of them were in the St. Louis minor league system together in 2018 and both went on to go have success as rookies in different capacities elsewhere. So, I mean, a Rosarena is still technically a rookie, which is just kind of fun that those two guys know each other. Um, But he has been having an excellent series, and an excellent season so far, I should say. And he is better than any other rookie out there. The only guy who's even close to him in almost any category is Yermi Mercedes, who is just a DH, which not to demean the DH, I love the DH. I think it's a great thing. And that's the whole reason that Yermi Mercedes um, is even able to be up because the guy does not have a defensive position. But that's fine because Yermi Mercedes can rake. He is hitting 353 right now, leading the American League on base of 402, slugging 533 and OPS of 936. He only has six home runs so far, but he does have seven doubles and a triple, which both of which I think are more than Adoles Garcia. Yeah, right now Adoles has three doubles and one triple. But he has 14 home runs, so more than double the amount of home runs that Yermi Mercedes has. Also, he plays center field. He plays center field a lot. Right now, your mean um, is kind of close on war. Not really, actually. 1.4 war, which it's hard to get a lot of war when you don't play any defense. That's about it's about half of what Adoles is or a typical really good player would do um, war-wise. Right now, Adoles Garcia through 39 games has been worth 2.3 war, according to baseball reference, which doing quick math, that's about a 9.2 win season through 162 games. He's not going to get to 162. He's probably not even going to get to 160. I don't think that's mathematically possible, but let's say multiply that by three. So that's 120 ish games. That is a 6.9 war season, which is not only nice, it's very good. It's very stinking good right now. He's hitting here's his triple slash line. Uh, hitting 291 on base 329 slugging 603 that's slugging over 600 he has walked 8 times and struck out 44 and you know here's what the numbers have to say about him the only thing that he really struggles against is off speed pitches he has not done well against those he's faced 91 um off speed pitches right now he has a .045 batting average his expected bat- batting average is a little bit higher than that um it's uh 1. Or 0.186, so like a little bit higher than that. His slugging percentage, he does not have an extra base hit on off speed, which is basically a changeup. Um, his expected slugging, slugging is 269, which is quite bad, but still not as bad as it's been. So you expect that to be a little bit better. Um, but on fastballs, he has been excellent. He has a 359 batting average, expected batting average, uh, just four points below 300, so like a little bit better than expected. He's slugging 705. On fastballs, has uh, 26 strikeouts and 8 home runs. um, 25 strikeouts, 8 home runs um, on 345 pitches that are fastballs. He's faced about 56% fastballs. Breaking pitches, he's also done pretty well against. um, A little bit better than expected, I believe. Um, He's hitting .288 on on breaking pitches, slugging .673. So those numbers are at least or 70 points and 100 points higher than his regular slugging percentage. So he's going to be seeing a lot more changeup, but he's been able to lay off, a, lay off of them a bit more, which has been very helpful for him. He's th- seeing about 30% breaking pitches and about 15% off-speed pitches, and he has been getting better at seeing those pitches so far. Here's what some of his advanced numbers look like. They are very good. His average exit velocity, he's in the top 5%. Um, he's in the top 10% in hop, uh, hard hit percentage, expected slugging percentage. Um, barrel percentage, he is ninety six percentile. Um, out, defensively, outs above average, he is ninety six percentile. Um, outfielder jump, 90th percentile. Sprint speed, 81st percentile. So what does that mean? It means he's very, very good defensively as well while playing center field. Now the chase rate, he is in the bottom five percentile. Strikeout rate, he's in the bottom 23rd percentile. And the walk rate, he's in the bottom 13th percentile. Um, so those aren't great, but they are improving from where he was. They used to be even worse, and now he is getting better at those. And um, he has just been working so hard to improve, and the numbers are bearing it out. This guy is really, really good. He hits to all fields as well. Um, pull percentage is 36%. He hits uh, about 40% of pitches to dead center. Um, or around that area and he goes opposite field 24 which is pretty solid so this guy knows what he's doing uh, the pop-up percentage is just minuscule at 3.6 percent he's hitting a line drive about a fifth of the time and a fly ball uh, about 35 percent of the time so the guy his expected numbers is his extra his extra stuff as you would call it The peripherals are great, and they love him just as much as some of the other numbers do. Now, the batting average, the expected batting average and stuff on fastballs, it might go down. It might not. Honestly, he's just that good of a fastball hitter. Um, But I do think he's going to see fewer and fewer fastballs. But he's learning to adjust, and that's what I really like to see from a guy who's 28. Um, Some of the things you worry about for a guy who is 28 and just now making the major leagues, you think, okay, maybe this guy is just what he is. Maybe he's not capable of making adjustments but he's showing he's capable the rangers are giving him a bunch of data a bunch of points to compare to and you know a bunch of things to learn and he's soaking them in he is taking the adjustments he is calm he believes in what the rangers are preaching and he is applying it a lot which is great to see that is definitely something that is super encouraging for this guy to not just be a very fun one year story, but a guy who can be a good contributing player for quite a while on this team or have immense trade value at the middle of the season, which I'm hoping the Rangers don't trade him this season. I just, I need some more Adolis Garcia in my life to not be traded. All right, we're going to take another quick break. When we come back, we're going to look at where his rookie season compares to other Rangers rookies right after this. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at BetOnline. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC and MMA action. For the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or your phone. Check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest info. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get on the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today, Receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, your online sportsbook expert. Today's episode is also brought to you by Built Bar. What's your favorite Built Bar flavor? Do you know that Built Bar has nine delicious flavors plus the occasional limited time flavor? You know, they're fantastic. My personal favorite is Peanut Butter Brownie. They do a really great job of combining the peanut butter and the brownie flavors. They're just fantastic. We've also got Raspberry, Mint Brownie, Double Chocolate, Salted Caramel, Coconut, coconut almond, cherry, all kinds of great stuff. You know, they've got everything that you could possibly need. And, you know, not only are they the best tasting protein bar you will ever eat, they're also great for you as well. Most flavors have 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, and only 4 grams of net carbs. So, like I said, they're not only delicious, they're also healthy for you. Our listeners can go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you will get 15% off your first order. Use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at postbar.com. Now, where would this rookie season rank among other Rangers? There hasn't been a Rangers Rookie of the Year since Neftali Feliz back in 2010, which things didn't go super well for him after that. But that 2010 year was really great. Actually, the year before was also just about as great, if not better. Uh, in 2009, he only pitched... 31 innings, so he was still able to retain his rookie status. He only had two saves, so he wasn't really the full closer then, but he pitched in 20 games. Um, So averaging basically an inning and a half per start, a 174 ERA struck out 39 in 31 innings. He was really stinking good. And then his rookie year, pitching 69 and a third innings, um, had a 273 ERA, struck out 71, and he had 40 saves, which I'm pretty sure if not led the American league was right up there. He was an all-star as a rookie and was a huge part of the Rangers getting to their first ever world series. Now, what was his war that year? You might ask. Well, I have an answer for you. 2.5, which isn't even the best among Rangers rookies of the last decade, which is kind of wild because he won rookie of the year. He was really stinking good that year. Um, Elvis Andrews in his rookie season, he finished second. He was not able to win rookie of the year. Um, he had a 3.6 war season in 145 games back in 2009, his second year in the league. He was an all-star in 2010, a big, big year for the Rangers. Actually had a much worse year when he was uh, voted an all-star, uh, had a 1.2 war season that year, and wasn't nearly as good defensively. But um, yeah, here's what it looks like, what his uh, some of his other numbers look like. He had a six home run season, eight triples, 17 doubles, an OPS of 702. It was really the defense that kind of set him apart. He also stole 33 bases, caught stealing just six times, Um, had a really, really solid rookie year for the Rangers, but wasn't quite able to take home rookie of the year. Now, who are some of the other good Rangers rookies that we can compare Adolos Garcia to? Um, We had another guy who was pretty dang good, Mark Teixeira, the three-time All-Star, which it's kind of wild that he was just a three-time All-Star for how good he was for so many years. That doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. But here's what his, his standard batting numbers look like. He had a 26 home run season his rookie year back in 2003 as a 23-year-old, played in 146 games. That's just under 600 plate appearances, 29 doubles, um, triple slash line of 259, 331, 480, OPS just over 800, um, finished fifth in rookie of the year voting. Had, um, when it comes to war, a 2.7 war season, which is pretty solid. Um But he really, really jumped up there in 2005 when he had a 7.2 war season, which was the best season of his career and one of his final seasons in Texas, his first All-Star season at age 25 in 2005. Now, let's look at Ruben Sierra, a guy who, man, a real kind of tragic story that he didn't end up having an amazing career um, because of injuries. In 1986, his age 20 season, he had a pretty solid rookie year. Um, defensively he was really really solid played all three outfield positions had 16 home runs 10 triples uh, 13 doubles. triple slash line of 264 302 476 so the power numbers weren't quite as much there um, as his best season which was 1989 his first all-star finished second mvp voting kind of forgot that he had a top two mvp finish but uh, when it comes to war da 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 da. where we are. Yeah, 1.4. Not that impressive of a war for a guy who had a really solid rookie season. The advanced numbers didn't love him nearly as much. Now, let's look at who I think was actually the best rookie Um, as a Ranger. You Darvish, also one of the best Ranger players of the past ever. He was really, really ready when he came over to the States. He was an all-star in his first season. He was 25, which I thought he was a little older than that, but... He was just 25, which is still a pretty normal rookie age, even though he spent, what was it, seven years um, pitching professionally in Japan. He had a 390 ERA and pitched 191 innings um, and struck out 221, which I'm darn sure is a Rangers rookie record and will not be broken. His ERA plus was 112 that year. He struck out 10.4 per nine innings. He finished top 10 in Cy Young voting. Uh, ninth he finished third in rookie of the year voting yes third in 2012 what how could he do that who else would be a rookie that year and getting voted in votes over him um where do we go where do we go where we go uh yeah mike trout <laughs> that'll happen when you have a 10.5 war season as a rookie you're gonna win rookie of the year that was the year he also should have won MVP. But but third place, how did how did he finish third place? Surely there wasn't a second guy who was also having an incredible rookie season. Yeah yeah, there, there kind of was. Uenosespedes uh, had an amazing rookie year. People forget uh, played in 129 games, homered 23 times, um, hit 292, OPS of 861, had a four WAR season, which was better than Udarvis's, Even though Udarvis had a great rookie season. He got legendarily unlucky having to be a rookie in the same league as Mike Trout and Ioannis Cespedes with those incredible rookie numbers. But what if he went to the National League that year? Bryce Harper also had an incredible rookie year that season, so he probably wouldn't have run one rookie of the year in the National League either. So that's kind of where this season ranks for Adoles Garcia um, on pace for a six-point, somewhere between a seven to eight, win season if he keeps this kind of pace maybe even nine depending on how many games he plays in um, so that is really exciting to see from him I hope he can keep making these adjustments I hope him seeing too many change-ups means that his numbers won't drop off he'll just be able to keep recognizing them and laying off of them and keep being able to make all kinds of adjustments that have made him so successful this year and just so much fun I mean Udars was a lot of fun as a rookie all these other guys that I named Some of them more fun than others. Ruben Sierra was definitely electrifying. Same with Feliz and, uh, of course, Elvis. Mark Tessera probably wasn't as fun. I wasn't paying attention as much. I was nine years old at the time, so I can't say that I was intently studying um, baseball at that time. But Adolis Garcia is fun. He is a 28-year-old rookie um, in a rookie of the year battle with another 28-year-old, both of which are already great to fantastic players. So this is going to be really interesting to see how this bears out. I don't know if either of these guys can keep this kind of ridiculous pace, but I'm really excited to see it. I think both these guys are legit. They're legitimately good players and definitely should be all-stars. I don't, even if they both got hurt today and didn't play another game before the all-star break, they should still at least be voted in as all-stars, if not all-star starters. I'm pretty sure your mean Mercedes is a shoe in for the DH slot, but we'll see about it all, I'm sure there's at least one, al outfield spot open for him that he will get maybe as a starter maybe as a reserve but if he doesn't at least get named to an all-star team i'm gonna start throwing things but that's gonna do it for today's episode um while you're done today talking talking rangers for today go listen to blocked on today that's why the word today keeps sleeping out of my mouth with host peter rukowski he talks about all the biggest news in sports everything you need to know about what happened in the sporting day um in 20 minutes talking with people around the network All kinds of good stuff there. So that's going to do it for today's episode. And until next time, don't forget to enjoy baseball. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.